Welcome in to News and Views with Tom Lamprecht. The stories you've heard and the ones you need to hear. OPEC's decision to cut production. OPEC decided to turn their backs on the world. Everything has a price. Energy security has a price as well. Right here under the ground, we have oil. Kamala Harris. The United States shares a very important relationship with the Republic of North Korea. It's gross incompetence. Your life, your values, your voice. This is News and Views with Tom Lamprecht on Talk 96.3 and 103.7. Just passing thought. If if you wanted to create a character for like a Seinfeld show, someone that was constantly constipated, (laughs) could you come up with a better character than Kamala Harris? Her... Her her voice could uh, be used, uh, you know, just to play to you know military on ships to make sure they don't get excited, you know, when they're out at sea. Wow, I mean, she is a truth. She is uh, most annoying a voice oh, in politics. Yeah, well, probably it's a her complicated relationship. Well, Elizabeth Warren, Hillary Clinton, and Kamala Harris are all vying for the most annoying voice. Um, I, I'm going to get I'm going to get deeper into this story, but I, I, before I before I sidetrack into some other stories of uh, state interest, federal prosecutors today have reportedly gathered enough information to charge President Joe Biden's son Hunter Biden with multiple crimes related to taxes, lying to investigators about a firearm purchase, and this is originating from the Washington Post, mm. and <clears throat> apparently. The charges would need to come from the U.S. Attorney General, or I'm sorry, the the U.S. Attorney in Delaware by a guy named David Weiss, who was uh, put there by Donald Trump. So uh, I've I've got more on the story. We'll get back into it. I do want to cover some other stuff first. um, The Carolina Journal has uh, put the spotlight on an article, and we'll get into this uh, CNN article in a little bit here, but uh, they put the spotlight on the CNN article CNN did a study, and it's sort of an interesting uh, study. Uh, CNN uh, came out with their 10 seats most likely to flip. Some of these are flipping from Republican to Democrat, some from Democrat to Republican. But CNN acknowledges that they came up with these rankings based on CNN's reporting. (laughs) Yeah, you can sort of flush that one down the toilet. Fundraising and advertising data and polling as well as thank you as well as historical data about how states and candidates have performed now what's interesting about this they didn't really get into something that i want to get into a a little bit more detail here and that is just the historical trends of what has happened in the past what what happens in midterm elections what happens in midterm elections when the president is in office? What happens in midterm elections when the president is in office and his his ra- ra- ratings stink? <laughs> and uh, so, I mean, they, they didn't take those into account. But they came up with the 10 states. And coming in at number six is the Ted Budd uh, Cherry Beasley race, which is occupied now by, of course, Richard Burr, who's a Republican. They're saying this is going to f- flip to Beasley. Now, right now, all the polling that has come in... It's tightening up. It's tightening up. It's pretty much neck and neck. Uh, and neither candidate has polled at 50% or better. Um, right now, 
Some polls, Beasley's up by a point. Some polls are tied. Some polls have Ted Budd up. But um, it is it is interesting. You and I have sort of been shooting some notes back to each other and talking. Ted Budd needs to uh, address a couple of issues. First of all, he needs, we were talking before we went on the air, he's showing up on um, the uh, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton show today. He was on Sean Hannity last night, but where is he in North Carolina? Now, yeah. I will say we have him scheduled for Monday, an interview via the telephone on Monday. But it was like pulling teeth to get him. And you would think he would be going you know, crazy trying to get as much exposure, if nothing else, to strengthen his base. But one of the issues he's got, you and I were talking about as well, is this whole deal with farmers getting the short end of the stick and they're you know Beasley is running these ads that you know the the Bud family uh was involved in uh, was it a seed company or something that uh, yeah, it was a, I think it was Alfalfa seed company uh kind of nationwide yeah and <clears throat> they went out of business and a lot of farmers got the short end of the stick and lost a lot of money yeah apparently from uh, did a little research reading some articles and then I kind of went to some of the court documents cuz they had a they had a civil suit against them that ended up being settled. But, um, I, I mean, apparently a lot of farmers uh, did not get paid for their, their seed. And the the Bud family had loaned the company. I think his father was CEO. I think he was on the board and a shareholder. I think his father um, or the family loaned maybe 10 or $12 million, I think, to the company. That's the number I'd heard. And then, um, and then got paid back course the farmers didn't get paid back or they didn't get paid you know ten uh 100 cents on the dollar or whatever um so i don't know but you know the, of course and, I, and listen i we have no inside knowledge as to whether he's guilty or but he just and i, I listen i like ted budd i will vote for ted budd I'm, there's no way i'm going to vote for cherry beasley but ted budd needs to answer these questions he needs to get out there and and address these concerns because there are farmers out there some of them might be republicans but they're they're questioning okay what is going on here well i happened to catch uh just a, well i actually didn't catch anything but him on sean hannity last night i just had to be flipping channels and he said he was up next so i listened one thing he said last night i thought was kind of interesting he said you know most people out there aren't political i was like i agree with you yeah and that's more the reason that you need to get out and not just go on political shows i mean right. you know if you're in North Carolina and you're watching Sean Hannity, chances are, chances are Ted, you're voting for Ted. You're Bud. voting for Ted Budd. Right. So, you know when these things, all these commercials out here that you know, you know these campaign ads like Cherry Beasley's doing, they they don't always. I mean, they go right to the point. Some of them pure lie. They go right to the point of lying without lying. So, and people that aren't political, which is a, a lot of those voters that you got to pick up. Um, all they do is seeing those ads, and they'll just leave. Oh gosh, Ted Bud's crook, you know, yeah. from based oh, on oh, that yeah. ad. Oh yeah. So that, oh, yeah. uh, so he needs to get out and explain right. himself. Get out in front of that. Let him, you know, have the narrative that not on the on the opposing campaign. Oh, it's amazing how many people vote just on the look of the candidate. Oh yeah. Have have no clue what the candidate stands for. Oh, that's an attractive guy. Oh, that's a pretty lady. Uh, yeah, I think I'll vote for that person. Well, and another thing. Um, yeah, Cherry Beasley's won two statewide elections. Yeah. That, that I mean, that's a big deal. I mean, I, if I'm not badly mistaken, she was the first black female to win a statewide election in North Carolina. So, okay. w- w- when you've never even ran for statewide office, 
uh, you're kind of behind the eight ball for name recognition. And as you know, and these uh, U- U.S. Yeah. Senate seats, I mean, North Carolina is a big state from east to west, from north to south. You, uh, you need to get out there. Well, that's the other thing that happens. Some people look, oh, that, that person looks good. I'll vote for them. Other people go into the voting booth. And listen, when I ran for the state Senate, I know this firsthand because, you know, with, with a name like Lamprec, oh, he's not a local boy. <laughs> <laughs> Where that Yankee from? Yeah. Well, so, but, but what, I'm, the, what I was going to say is people go into the voting booth and they just look at the name and say, hmm, I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't, I can't even pronounce that guy's name. Oh, yeah. I don't think I'm going to vote for him. So, yeah, yeah I mean, it's all you go about. Up here and you got you got somebody. I mean, I don't even know who this name is, but just okay. Charles Allen and Tom Lamprick. Hmm. Yeah, so, Charles Allen. That sounds like that's yeah. It was actually Ed Warren and Tom Lamprick. <laughs> hey, but hey, buddy. <laughs> hey, but hey, buddy. Ed Warren. That's what that's I. That's right. Every time I used to see Senator Warren, hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. In other state <laughs> uh, senators, well, the, the the other ten seats that they say are going to flip, uh, Pennsylvania, which is now being. Uh, that that's uh, the seat of uh, Republican Pat Toomey. He's retiring. That's the John Fetterman, Mehmet Oz race. <laughs> good, good lord! And they it, actually have this flipping to John Fetterman. I, I, I'm t- I was talking to someone last night. I've heard John Fetterman speak a couple times, and I've read some of his background. If we lose, I say we conservatives. If the state of Pennsylvania loses that seat to someone like John Fetterman. I don't know if there's any hope for America. No, I mean, no, no. Pennsylvania, Ohio is pretty much is kind of some bellwether states for, yeah. for things. I mean, they're much like North Carolina, you know, you know, purple, purple, purple right. at best, and you know, maybe a little shade of red, maybe. But uh, I mean, he, he's I mean, he's never really had a job, and he never and, and he's uh, lived off a trust fund. He's I mean, his ideas doesn't are just, pay his taxes. His yeah went his ta- after a black man with a shotgun. I mean, he's uh, you know just beyond radical. Some of the things he said, I, I just yeah. I can't imagine that's even close. And I'm no big Doctor Oz fan. Well, not for or against. But. I, I had breakfast with someone who is from Pennsylvania yesterday, very conservative, and I'd say you know more more politically uh, astute than the average person. And he said, you know, uh, Oz was not by any means the first choice of hard-nosed conservatives. He just he he was he's out there now. He there he's not saying he's not going to vote for Oz. He uh, obviously is, um, and he thinks Fetterman is a nut. But um, I think that's the best way to describe him. He's oh, yeah. a nut. He is a nut. And uh, but as you say, uh, can you can you fool that many people? And, well, uh, and here again, he won a statewide race. He's lieutenant governor. Yeah, yeah. And that name recognition, you know, there's a lot of people just go, yeah, yeah. They may not even know anything about him, don't know what he looks like at all, and it's name recognition. Well, they ought to know what he looks like now because he looks like he's a hood. I mean, he's just a thug. <laughs> uh, in Nevada, they've got incumbent uh, Catherine Masto actually losing to um, – uh, attorney general former attorney general adam laxall mm-hmm. they have him winning that that would be a that would be a big win is that uh was it paul laxall was his father i think that must have been his father yeah, yeah. i mean laxall's not a real common name uh in georgia uh interestingly they have uh this going to Raphael warnock um who is no i'm sorry i'm sorry they have this actually this now uh, I hope they're right on this. They have this going to Walker. 
the CNN flip prediction has this going to Walker. That this again, they're they're not they're saying these are the most likely to flip, the ten most likely to flip, but they have Georgia as number three. Now, what's interesting about this is apparently Raphael Warnock must have some inside information along with the New York Times and the Washington Post and a bunch of other publications because they are really starting to smear Herschel Walker. <clears throat> and it, uh, apparently it's working. I hate to say it. Now, I didn't dig deep into this poll, but I was reading a poll today. I'm uh, reading a headline about a poll today that said that they had um, Walker down by 10 percentage points. Hmm. But the, the smear tactics are in full swing. You know, I heard Newt Gingrich on, and I, I recorded his comments, but he was on uh, one of the Fox shows uh, a couple of nights ago talking about this Herschel Walker-Warnock deal and the fact that Warnock is uh, is just really playing dirty politics. But, you know, I, and Herschel Walker ought to get... Newt Gingrich to record this in a 60-second spot, and they ought to play this. Cut one. If it comes down to issues, Warnock is just gone because he's wrong on virtually everything Georgians believe in, and he knows that, which is why he's trying to, trying to drag this campaign down into the mud in the hopes that he can drown Herschel Walker in mud. You know, I talked to Herschel about this this morning, and I've known Herschel a good while. Uh, I think he's a remarkable person. I think he's the most important Senate candidate in the country because he'll do more to change the Senate just by the sheer presence, by his confidence, by his deep commitment to Christ, by the degree to which he is, you know, he's been through a long, tough period. He had a lot of concussions coming out of football. He suffered PTSD. He's given over 480 speeches on military bases around the world, teaching our young soldiers and sailors and airmen and Marines that you can recover. You can have a better future. He and his ex-wife have admitted they had difficult times. And I think the most vicious thing that Warnock has done, the most inexcusable thing, is he took a quote from Herschel's ex-wife where she said, yes, it's true that we were out of control and that uh, Herschel pulled a gun on me. And then he cuts off the whole next section where she says, and you know, that was the bottom point, and we found Jesus Christ, and our lives began to improve. And by the way, Walker is sitting next to her during this interview, and the Warnock team deliberately edited this thing, totally used her in a despicable way. I think she has a lawsuit if she wants it. Uh, and it just tells you the total lack of morality is for, for a preacher to deliberately cut up a, a, an interview which is in praise of Christ tells you a lot about how shallow and hypocritical and dishonest Warnock is. And I think Warnock's just going to lose. People in Georgia are going to look up one morning and say, you know, I got a guy over here who's flawed, but he's recovered. He's committed. He's a decent human being. That's Herschel Walker. I have a guy over here who's deliberately manipulative, deliberately dishonest, deliberately vicious. That's Warnock. I ain't going to vote for that guy. And I think if that happens, Warnock will lose an amazing margin. And by the way, if you want Exhibit A for the hypocrisy of the mainstream media, it <laughs> is this race. Yeah. Because Warnock is uh, – and Warnock has no excuses. Warnock never had it. I mean, I know he's, quote, a pastor, but he ever never had a come-to-Jesus repentant moment mm. in his life. Uh, Warnock does not pay child support. He's violating his children's custody issues. I mean, he'll he'll leave town – with his ex-wife, you know, having the kids when he is supposed to be taking the kids, he actually ran a car. He ran his car over his ex-wife. Now, I mean, he didn't, 
have serious injuries, but uh, he did that. He's violated campaign laws. He's had all kinds of quid pro quo where he's uh, voted for green energy. Then lo and behold, two weeks later, he gets a big check from a green energy uh, company into his campaign. And uh, so Warnock or Warlock is by no means innocent in this at all. But if you ever wanted exhibit A for how the mainstream media plays favorites, I mean, you don't hear anything about Warnock's uh, issues, but boy, you're going to hear about uh herschel walkers no you know republicans should know that i mean they're not going to get the no benefit from the mainstream media but at the same time they need to recognize that you know politics is a contact sport and get out in front of it um and and spend your money on 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 that type of things and 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 go against it but and and listen i'm not saying that herschel walker he needs to have an answer for this just like ted budd needs to have an answer for the farmers walker needs to to go after these things, tackle these things, make these things clear, and go on the offensive. Again, mm-hmm. get a new Gingrich or, or use that interview and, and cut that up into a 60-second spot and, and use that to explain what's going on. Yeah, I, today I was kind of interested to see what kind of stories I could find about the, the Raphael Warnock situation um, and with his, with his spouse and the accusations of uh, domestic violence and all the other accusations and all. And I mean, I mean, some of them. There's court documents that pre- it's not being covered at no, all, no, at no, all. No. You'll find stories from the previous election, and well, but and it was like local channels and thing, and, and you know, of course, Fox News and that type of thing. But nothing from the mainstream. Well, and media. listen, his controversy hasn't been a blip on the radar the last couple of years. You go all the way back to when he was in college. Yeah, and he had issues at a summer camp where kids <clears> were being abused that were under his oversight and even worse than that i mean there's video out there of of things that he says in the pulpit is like i, I mean almost rivals uh was it jeremiah Wright? yeah i yeah, mean he, yeah. he's oh he's yeah he's a flamer yeah well <laughs> well some of the things you th- can interpret that however you like well some oh of the things, my you know some of the things that he says in the pulpit i mean just shouldn't be said in a pulpit right. period i Bingo. mean he's you know it's Real quickly, the other races they have flipping, they have Ron Johnson losing in Wisconsin. I don't think that's going to happen. They have uh, Democrat uh, Melinda Barnes beating Ron Johnson. I, I think the latest polling, though, has Johnson up by a pretty good margin. In Arizona, they have Mark Kelly losing to uh, Blake Masters. That would be a flip. Of course, uh, I already mentioned uh, North Carolina. They say uh, Sherry Beasley is going to take uh, Richard Burr's seat. In New Hampshire, Democrat Maggie Hansen, they have her losing to retired Army Brigadier General Don Bolduc, Bolduc, I guess is how you pronounce it. Uh, in Ohio, Rob Portman's retiring. They have Representative Tim Ryan beating J.D. Vance. I don't see that either. I, I, I can't see that. But, you know, he's he's running away from his record, um, Tim Ryan. Tim he's Ryan run, is, yeah. He's running away from things he's, he's said for the last, you know, four or five years. I mean, these people that the Democrats have put up are radicals, but yeah, yeah. They, they have tried their best, and the mainstream media just you know follows their lead. Oh, they tried their, their water, best. Yeah. They go back to the middle. You know, now they're against crime. When when every, when America was burning in 2020, the, they either supported defunding police or kept their mouth shut about it. Yeah. You know, in and this one is probably the one I most vehemently disagree with. Listen, Florida is probably now the epicenter of conservative Republican politics. 
And they have Marco Rubio losing to Representative Val Demings in uh, his race, where he's the incumbent. I, I don't see that. Is she, is she a black female? Yeah, black yeah, female, yeah. Val Demings. And I, then, I can't see that either, but, you know, uh, you just never know. <laughs> in Colorado, uh, Democrat Michael Bennett, um, they have uh, him losing to uh, Republican businessman uh, challenger Joe O.D., who is uh, – probably safe to say he is uh in the rhino camp you know the the thing that's hard to put a finger on really where they stand um you know the 2020 election you know the polls were pretty favorable more favorable for democrats than republicans just like just like north carolina i mean just a week or so before the race they had cal cunningham ahead of uh tom tillis and he tom tillis won about what a percent and a half two percent something like that and that and it was kind of like that all over the country. But the thing is, this isn't a presidential election year, and right. Trump is not on the ballot. And or- and 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 listen to this now. Again, this is interesting. This is this is coming out of CNN. Now, granted, you got to realize that CNN is trying to rebrand themselves as a legitimate news organization. They have a long way to go, but they're they're working on it. But um, you know, basically, they, uh, they there was a, a story out, and of course. All the mainstream media is trying to push real hard that the the most important issue out there in everyone's mind is abortion. Well, guess what? Abortion comes in. This is a CNN poll list. Uh, I'm sorry. This is a Monmouth poll that CNN reported on. What was the most important issues? Number one issue, inflation. 82% said inflation was the number one issue. Second, crime was the number one issue. Uh, 72% said that came in second. 72% said that was the number one issue. The third most people said election and voting integrity, which, again, that's going to be a Republican issue mm-hmm. for that to come in third. Uh, jobs and unemployment came in fourth, 68%. Immigration came in fifth at 67%. Infrastructure at 57% came in, uh, what is that, seventh? Coming in last, below infrastructure is abortion at 56%. Hmm. So if if people – and what's interesting about this, uh, the story goes on to say Gallup's latest data shows that 48% of Americans believe the Republican Party is best equipped, while 37% it is the Democratic Party that is best equipped to deal with what they think is the number one issue. This 11-point Republican edge is one of the best they've ever had. Looking at 20 midterm elections since 1946 when this question was asked, only once has the Republican Party had a larger advantage in this question. That was in 1946 when Republicans had a 17-point lead on Democrats. Republicans had a net gain of 55 House seats in 1946. Hmm. Consider all elections since 1946 in which there was a Democrat president— Republicans ended up with 230 seats on average in the five elections when they led on the question who uh, Americans trusted more on the issue that is most important to them. That includes the 1946 when they won a total of 246 seats. Well, I, I think clearly the, the Republicans have some advantages. And I, I really think <clears throat> I think they will take the House for sure. And I think they got a good chance to take the Senate. The, I think. Only, the only thing concerns me is just it's a non-presidential election cycle and just voter apathy. If they don't get the the best of Republican conservative voters, I, I think they'll I think they'll take the Senate. Well, I think what's going to overcome apathy is and, and this four dollar gallon. Yeah, people are pissed. <laughs> yeah.
I mean, it's it's not like, oh, I really love my candidate, but I really hate the situation the mm. Democrats have put us in. I mean, mm. they're just pissed, and they, that's, that's their motivation. Stay with us. More news and views coming up. Shotgun with your 5 o'clock drive. The drive home should be a delight. This is Tom Lamprecht with more news and views on Talk 96.3 and 103.7. Welcome back in. It is uh, National Transfer Money to Your Daughter Day. I don't know where they come. I've got three daughters, and I'm happy to say that um, my days of transferring money to my daughters is over. Now it all goes to my wife. 31 years ago today, in 1991, this is hard to believe it's been 31 years. On this day, in 1991, Anita Hill publicly accused Supreme Court nominee Clarence Thomas of sexual harassment. You know what's unbelievable about this is, though, there are still people out there that think Anita Hill was totally credible and Mm -hmm. there was no questions. I mean, Clarence Thomas has lived a, a saintly life every moment since then i mean he's been under the microscope since then day in day out for 31 years has done nothing to to uh, give any uh verification or you know uh, what's the what's the word i'm looking for uh that uh anita hill is speaking truthfully and uh anyway you know she was a believable witness on the stand though i mean uh i mean i but I thought, I, but I thought Clarence Thomas was too. Oh, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But you know, if you went in there with, you know, with neither opinion of neither one, you're just like, huh? She sounds convincing. Unlike yeah. uh, this, uh, was it? What was the Ford's woman who came up against Kavanaugh? I mean, that woman was a total joke. Yeah, I can't remember her name, but but you know, the Democrats were. It was obvious they wanted to recreate that Hill Thomas oh, moment. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, from, with, yeah. And and, and the Hill Thomas moment was you know that they were wanting to recreate the whole watergate scene too um you know made made for tv it oh, was yeah. a production is what it oh, was yeah. it was and production Chris, yeah christine uh blousy ford, Blousey ford yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. um but who was it who was the, the running the show it was uh joe biden during yeah. the Anita yeah that's Hill. right yeah mm-hmm. he was running the show remember joe biden what was it joe biden on that and what was the guy was arlen specter on that committee and, uh he was the republican and, and Orrin hatch maybe and heflin from uh the Dem- one, was a democrat <laughs> from uh alabama uh mm-hmm. something heflin what was his first name anyway uh well quick look at your weather forecast tonight a low of 56 clear skies tomorrow a high of 81 pretty day out there today uh clear skies tomorrow night a low of 56 saturday Cools back down. You're high on Saturday, only 68 degrees. Saturday night, it's going to get cool. Low 40s, That's nice. 43 degrees. Beautiful sunny weather, though. Good fall. Oh, yeah. The, a great fall weather. Brought to you by, and listen, this is going to be a great weekend to get out and golf. Brought to you by Ironwood Golf and Country Club. Whether you're looking to spend your fall courtside or greenside, Ironwood Golf and Country Club offers a variety of memberships tailored to fit your lifestyle with no initiation fee required. If you're headed to the beach this fall, pack your clubs because Ironwood members receive reciprocal golf and dining privileges at the Beaufort Club in Beaufort, Compass Point Golf Club, and Magnolia Greens located near Wilmington. For more information, contact membership director Jenna Doyle. Her number is 252-752-4653. Join in the fun at Ironwood today, a part of the Renaissance Golf Group. So when Joe was down in Florida... What happened? 
<laughs> he's uh he got caught he got caught on on the hot, hot mic um and uh came out and said to somebody who was obviously a supporter of his uh yeah there's nobody that's going that's willing to aren't with a biden f with a biden, biden f with, right? f with yeah. a biden you're yeah. not gonna be yeah. f with yeah now what's interesting is right after he said that opec f him <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's over there begging all the OPEC nations, and it's interesting how he, he's willing to go to a despot nation like Venezuela and please pump more oil. He's willing to go to Saudi Arabia, who's questioned on human rights, questioned on funding terrorism around the world, is highly questionable. And I, you know, I realize this, but he's, uh, he's willing to beg them, fist pump the guy, beg them for oil. I have no idea what that was, but thank you, Clark. Um, anyway, uh, Peter Ducey goes on last night on Fox News and says, well, apparently there are some people out there that would like to <laughs> Joe Biden, and uh, it's it's OPEC. You know, the, the the hypocrisy of the progressive left, and well, it's the Democrat Party now and the Biden administration, on this whole you know climate change, end the fossil fuels, I mean, they're destroying the the uh the, the dependency lack of dependency that the united states had but and now going to foreign countries begging them yeah. to produce more oil yeah if it's so dangerous then <laughs> yeah then then why you know fire up those uh all those solar panels fire up all that uh that renewable energy that you brag about and and quit going beg for oil if it's so dangerous well, and the oil that they're begging for, especially down in Venezuela, is a much dirtier oil <clears throat> oh, yeah. to burn mm-hmm. than what we have here in the United States. And again, we could we could be digging our way out of this thirty-one trillion dollars of deficit, which is going to be a lot of years to dig out of. But and Donald Trump, Donald Trump filled up the strategic reserves yep. when when oil was negative a barrel. You couldn't even buy it on. The, I mean, you couldn't even sell it on the open market. And basically, he filled it up, and now Biden's got it the lowest point it's been in 50 years. And have, have, Lord, protect us, because yeah. if we really need it, if we had a natural disaster or if we were attacked, we're screwed. Yeah, we still, you know what, we've got uh, 45 days or so worth of uh, hurricane season. I mean, yep. I, I mean, I pray to God that we don't, but we, I mean, we could have a, another hurricane that just goes to the Gulf and completely shuts down everything in the Gulf for two weeks. Bingo. Hey, uh, let's play political trivia, shall we? 561-8255. American technology. Fun question, and it's one of those questions that could have a lot of answers. Not hard, but there could be a lot of different directions you could go with it. 561-8255. Got a great prize package. American technology. Political trivia. When we get back, give us a call. 561-8255. We'll be right back. All right. Welcome back in. Time for a little political trivia. I think we still have one line open. 561-8255. Area code 252. Give us a call. Uh, got a good prize package for you. Free oil change for your car pickup at Dave Davis's East Carolina Chrysler Dodge Jeep or at Washington Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. A gift certificate to the Ironwood Golf and Country Club. A $20 gift card to Gwendy's Goodies Bakery in Aden. Also a $20 gift card to Mucho Bueno for lunch or dinner. Mucho Bueno right in front of the Westbrook Shopping Center, US 70 West in Havelock. Also a gift certificate from Fit for Life 24, including 
two free training sessions with a fitness coach. Remember, if you or anyone in your family has won recently, let 60 days pass before you play again. First up, from Holly Ridge, we got Mark on the line. Hi, Mark. Hey, Mark. Hey, how are y'all doing today? Uh, doing well. Yeah. You ready to play? Sure. Okay, your category, American technology. Here's your question. 108 years ago, that would be 1914, this technological advancement was first introduced in Cleveland, Ohio. Today, this technology is seen throughout the United States from the smallest village to every major metropolitan city. What was this technological advancement introduced 108 years ago? It wasn't uh, setting rivers on fire, was it? <laughs> I don't think that was quite 1914. So no, it was not that. But uh, I'll give you a second guess. Is that a, I think that was a little tongue in cheek there. Uh, what do you think? Light light bulb? No, nah, it was a light bulb. Would have been a few years before that. Good guess though. Five six one eight two five five. Uh, let's go to Emerald Isle. We've got Bruce on the line. Hey, Bruce. Hey. What do you think? Did you hear the question? You want me to repeat it? Uh, no, I heard it about 1914. 1914. Oh, I may be ahead before my time, but I'd have to say um, the t- TV signal. Uh, that's not it. Good guess. Yeah. Yeah, that would have probably been about 15, 20 years later, but the, good guess. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for calling. 561-8255. Uh, is it time for a hint yet? I think so. You think so? Mm-hmm. Well, I'll, 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 I'll give you... Well, let's get Rob on the line first. Hey, Rob. How are you, sir? Hey, Rob. Good. How are you? You Are you yeah. ready for a hint? Uh, I, well, yeah. What's the question? I didn't hear <laughs> <it>. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, that would be a good hint, too, just to give you the question. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. 108 years ago, in 1914... This technological advancement was first introduced in Cleveland, Ohio. Today, this technology is seen throughout the United States from the smallest village to every major metropolitan city. And here's your hint. In fact, not only in every little village, but every little crossroads, you might see this. What was this technological advancement introduced 108 years ago? I'd like to say Hunter Biden's laptop, but I don't think that was quite <laughs> ready. Uh, I'm, I'm going to have to go with the obvious, a car. You are in the right zip code, but that is yeah, not it. Close. That is not ah. it. You are you have uh, you have helped someone down the road. Five six one eight two five five. Let's go to Tom. Hey Tom. Hey guys. Hey Tom. Did you hear the question? <clears throat> My wife yeah, got it. May I have? Can I have a gift? Uh, well, that's what we're doing here is guessing what the answer is. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, traffic light. That's it. There you go. Congratulations. In <laughs> fact, it sounds like you're in the car. I am in the car. All right. Where are you calling from, Tom? Bellhaven. All right. Tom and Bellhaven. It was in 1914. The very first traffic light was uh, put up in Cleveland, Ohio. Now in Cleveland, you wouldn't want to stop at a traffic yeah, light. that's right. <laughs> if you're in downtown Cleveland, just hit the gas, keep going, doesn't matter if it's 
red or green or whatever. Sorry, Clark. Congratulations, uh, Tom. Stay, hang on the line, and uh, Clark's going to get your info. We'll get you those prizes right out to you. Thanks for everybody who played, and we'll be right back. This is your Drive at 5, an ENC with Tom Lamprecht. Welcome back to News and Views on Talk 96.3 and 103.7. Congratulations to Tom Watkins of Bellhaven, uh, North Carolina. I actually wrote Bellhaven, Ohio, because of the question I just knew. Yeah, he got the question right. It was 108 years ago that the first traffic light uh, was installed in Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, everybody is texting us and saying, Tom, too easy of a clue when you said crossroads inside radio we're running out of time i had to give a good clue um getting back to the story we opened with federal agents investigating hunter biden for tax and gun crimes believe they have enough evidence to charge him this originating out of the washington post of all papers biden has faced investigate and and uh benny just said we were just talking about this during the break washington post liberal paper why would they be pushing this yeah, they, I mean, they, yeah. they want to dump Biden. I mean, I've, I've said all along he would not run again. He would not. I didn't think he'd finish. I didn't think he'd make it to midterms. But, uh, you know, a little bit by little bit, you've been seeing the mainstream media, yeah. you know, question him. Uh, of course, some, a lot of things are obvious, particularly when it comes to the economy and all. But imagine the Washington Post doing this article. <laughs> I think I think his gig is up. They, he's dead weight. I, and, I, and I think, figuratively. yeah, and I think the midterms. I don't think they're going to come out no. very favorable for the Democrats. And well, they, we got to we got to get some new blood. And, and this week, there's like a, an inside scoop that Joe Biden tells Al Sharpton, "I'm running again." <laughs> I mean, Al Sharpton. That's who you can release this information to. Are you that desperate for friends? Well, he just, yeah. <laughs> Nobody else will listen to him. I mean, I, Al Sharpton is about as good as it's going to get, I guess. Anyway, yeah, let me yeah, go on. Joe, Joe boasts so much about it. He just wanted to kind of show off with Al Sharpton. Uh, he's, he's a nut. <laughs> so Biden's facing investigation, Hunter Biden, in the federal district court of Je- – uh, uh, federal district, I should say, of Delaware since 2018 over allegedly failing to pay taxes, lying on a federal firearms application. U.S. Attorney David Weiss, a holdover from the Trump administration, is conducting the investigation – and would be the person who decides whether or not to bring charges, according to the Post. It's a federal felony for a federal agent to leak information about a grand jury investigation such as this one, Biden's attorney said in a statement. Any agent you cite as a source in your article apparently has committed such a felony. (laughs) This is laughable. We expect the Department of Justice will diligently investigate and prosecute (laughs) such bad actors. That is so rich. I mean, the the leakiest ship in the harbor. Unbelievable. The gun charges would stem from a firearm application Biden submitted to the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms in 2018. Biden claimed on the application he was not an unlawful use user of, addicted to, marijuana, or any depressant, stimulant, narcotic, or any other controlled substance. He's so dumb. Later, he suggested in his memoir that he was using crack cocaine as he filled out this application. The IRS placed a $112,805 lien on Biden in 2015. Now, apparently, he says he has paid that off. He says everything's on the up and up now. We're we're good. We're clear. 
no issues there. Biden could also face charges related to the Foreign Agents Registration Act, FARA, which requires agents of foreign principles to make periodic public disclosures on their relationship with the foreign principle. He and business partner Tony Bobolinsky texted about setting up a shell corporation that they believed could help them avoid registering under FARA. Biden conducted business with uh, China Energy, a China <coughs> Energy company, CE. CEFC uh, through the company Houston West 3 in 2017-2018. I guess the other big question is, will Joe pardon Hunter? And I think the answer is yes. Now, that foreign registration law that you just mentioned, is that not the law that the charges they brought against – yeah, the guy Roger, that was campaign manager. Roger Stone and maybe... Um, well, the other guy that was uh, arrested before Roger. The guy that looked like a uh, used car salesman. Um, what was his name? Manafort? Paul Manafort? Yeah. 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 But isn't that what they raided yeah. their home? Like, oh, yeah. Oh, you know, yeah. Oh, like yeah. he was some drug lord from Bingo. Venezuela or something? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like Roger Stone, the, you know, I mean, Roger Stone you could blow over with a puff of air... And they, they have all kinds of uh, SWAT teams and FBI with machine guns. And take them out leg own. ankles. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. But Hunter, that doesn't seem to be an issue with Hunter. Hey, congratulations again to uh, Tim Watkins. Thank you, everybody, for being with us. And uh, we'll do it again tomorrow at 5 o'clock. We'll see you then. Bye-bye, everybody. All right, all right.